All right, and we are live right here on your classic metal show. It is me, Chris Aiken, and um, we are going to be <laughs> we're going to be forcing our way through this thing tonight. Um, I mean, before we even get started, let me bring on our guest host tonight with me. There he is, the one. Oh yeah, Mr. Eric Tarantino. Up, man, how are you? Doing great, Chris. Good to see you, buddy. Yeah, man, this is this is going to be fun, man. It's, it's funny, you know, you and I. We did a test run on of this what yesterday or the day before, whenever it was, and uh it went ninety minutes. So <laughs> right. I don't, just such cast catching up, right? Yeah. I don't think <laughs> I really don't think we're gonna have a lot of trouble filling filling the time, so to speak. <laughs> nah. Easy nice. peasy. Yeah, exactly, man. Well, we are doing this, uh, Eric and I are doing this for a sad reason, and we'll get this out of the way first, just so that people know why the show is me and not me and Eric and not me and Neely. Um, so as as everybody's aware, Neely was on the Kiss Cruise last week, and um, he got back from the Kiss Cruise, and uh, you know he, he called his, his old man to let him know that he was back. And his old man goes, I guess you didn't hear the news, your brother died. And it's like, wow, <laughs> you know, just talk about the pendulum swinging of, you know, the emotional pendulum just flipping from one side to the other, you know, that fast. But, you know, obviously thoughts and prayers with um with the mighty Neely. You know, I, I did talk to him yesterday briefly, and he seems like he's in okay spirits. He was sending me pictures from a bar he was in um of some kind of gay <laughs> literally some kind of gay liquor that that like gay mount gay vodka or something so it was some special event or something at a bar I don't, or no he was just kind of like i think he just went to the hotel that he was at and he he sat down and right in front of him was a bottle of mount gay vodka uh. so <laughs> so he was taking pictures and sending that to me and stuff so he's he seemed like he's in okay spirits. I mean, as okay as you can be, I guess, for, um, you know, having your brother pass away like that. That's got to be so emotionally draining. Yeah. You know, I mean, his bro he's known his brother his whole life, mm -hmm. his entire life. Yeah. I mean, his, his brother, it was his older brother. So, you know, when you say his whole life, literally from the minute he scooted out the vag, he was, he had a brother. So. Man, yeah, just just and, and you know, man, anytime any family member goes down, it's it's fucking horrific. You know, Certainly. There's, there's do you have no, a brother? Do you have an older brother? I, do, I have a younger brother who's a year brother. and a half younger than me. And um he uh, you know, if he went down, I'd be oof. the only thing I, I think I, I you know, I would be devastated and you know, I've already got my I've I've gone through it with my dad. My dad passed away ten years ago. And that was pretty rough. I ain't gonna lie. That was that was pretty rough, pretty raw. I think because of that, I've gotten myself ready more or less for the for when my mom eventually goes. Mentally preparing. I try to, which you know, it's the dumbest shit, dude. And I, we all do this. I think we all sit there and we talk ourselves through it. Well, this is what I'll do, and this is how I'll feel, and this is what I'll think, and. And then it happens and then it's none of that. You know? Right. That's all out the window. Yeah. And, you know, I, I think I have myself kind of mentally prepared for, for my mom, but, uh, you know, I still think I'll be just a fucking puddle of goo once when my mom dies, 
you know, nobody just, escapes it. You know, we all mm-hmm. lose our parents at some point. A lot of people lose them really early yeah. in life, which is terrible. Uh, you know, P- Stephen comes to mind, Piercy. Yeah. Uh, his dad, he lost his dad when he was only 10 years old. Wow. Uh, last a uh, couple of years, he's lost close people as well. Uh, you know, his twin sister some years back, right. uh, passing away. That one was really tough. Uh, and then I think about uh, a year ago, his his uh, older brother Bill had passed away, and hmm. uh, it's it's tough, you know. And it's you know, but it's a circle of life. We we yeah. all uh, go through it. I I hope my sister sees me go. You know, I'm her <laughs> older brother, right? <laughs> right. Uh, I wouldn't want to see her go. You know. Yeah, that's the only, you know, I, I, I think of myself as a pretty tough guy and I can handle most shit, but I'll tell you this. If one of my kids goes, you might, you know, you might as well plant, dig two holes. Cause I think I'm going right with them. You know, I can imagine. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know that I could, I don't know that I'm that tough that I could deal with burying one of my kids. That's why I feel unbelievably bad. Not, not necessarily. I mean, I feel bad for Neely. I feel bad for Neely's dad. You know, oh, I didn't even realize his. Yeah, his dad's yeah, still. His, his parents his, are still around. Well, his dad is. His dad's in his nineties. His dad's like okay. ninety-two or ninety-three, and this is his second son in a year. Oh, so that's just that's just ugliness, and that's just ooh. I I cannot even imagine. You know, I can't even imagine taking the phone calls for that. You know, I can't every, imagine making it to 92 years old. Yeah, I, well, I'm never going to see that. <laughs> that that much I do know. I'm not. I don't think anybody's money. gonna. I don't think anybody's gonna live that long anymore. No. Like they're last, making sure of that. Yeah, last of a dying breed there, quite literally. But yeah, you'll well, be lucky to see, uh, you know, an average 70. person 70, 75. Yeah, uh, yeah. that uh, that our grandparents' generation were the last ones, and they're like, all right, we gotta. Yeah. Turn up the poison or something yeah. here. These guys are, li- are living too long. I mean, back then, Social Security was like a 55, and then people right? are living to 100. Oh, that's not going to work. <laughs> nope. Dude, you we're know. going back to caveman times, 35 and out. <laughs> right? Probably. <laughs> or what, wasn't that the what it was in the Wild West, like in the, in the 1800s? Like families would live until they were like 30, and then like the mom and the dad would get scurvy or some kind of fucked up. You know, certainly, yeah. I mean, measles, die of measles, or some shit like that. Only the strong survive. You know, I guess it depends where you were living and how much fresh water you had, what you had access to. I mean, right. Uh, in modern times, our uh, most of our plumbing has you know let us live better lives. Unless you're in Flint, Michigan, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. where the average age is twenty seven. <laughs> Or seven, geez, yeah. how bad you know we we let some of the places in the United States go while yeah. we're worrying about other places, you know, while mm-hmm. our own country's falling apart and uh, our own people, you know, are suffering. That should never. There's no Americans that should ever. You know, nope. Suffer. Totally agree with you there, man. But. But anyway, to swing it back to Neely real quick. Um, as far as I know from chatting with him he will be he will be back on the show next week he's he's obviously you know doing the responsible thing as neely always does he he jumped on a plane yesterday and he flew out to his brother lived in um south carolina so he's in south carolina tonight 
and mm-hmm. he's coming back. He's coming back tomorrow because God forbid he should miss a day of work. You know, <laughs> this guy. Well, we're glad he's going to be back. That's for sure. Does uh, yeah. now who's who else? So is his father, Neely's dad, still around? And then uh, who else is out there? That's family. Uh, for well, him? he's got two sisters, and uh, and I know one. One does not like me. Imagine Uh-oh. that. <laughs> and then um, and then I've not met the other one, but um. Yeah, the the one the one doesn't love me. Is that, is, there, is that something we're allowed to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it happened on the show. No, it happened on the show. It was she got she she was drunk one night, called into the show, got got mouthy, and I was like, "Don't be such a cunt!" And she got all fucking pissy. Sounds like a typical night at my house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she got all mad, and her her dude got all mad, and you know, didn't realize it was just kind of part of the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh great so he th- he got in on the threats too. oh yeah he he was all mad about it but nearly smoothed it out so <laughs> i think we're okay now i haven't i honestly have not seen her since then but um and maybe that's good maybe that's why it smoothed out because i haven't seen her but uh, yeah she lives she lives somewhere near here you know in in the area so so I, I don't know. I don't know anything about as far as if his fam- if his sisters went because his sisters do not live in South Carolina. He's not from South Carolina. I don't know how his brother ended up migrated over there. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, he's more or less he lived. He grew up by you, you know, out there in, okay. in L.A. area. But he's lived in 400 places. He's lived here. He's lived in Pennsylvania. He's lived in um, obviously in Chicago now, L.A., you know, he's, he's been all over the place. So he's a definite vagabond. So, <laughs> nice. so are we all? Yeah. Well, you guys are, I'm not, I'm, I'm entrenched. <laughs> I'm entrenched. I, I haven't been on a plane in 10 years. I would bet you bet you're jealous. <laughs> I am jealous. Oh man. You're missing out on all the testicle grabbing and humiliation. No. Nope. Rituals I, they put us through. I want nothing to do with flying. Even, you know, Neely and I were talking about it, what, two weeks ago on the show about the, he had to go get the special driver's license for the, you know, sure, so he could the real fly. ID to travel. Yeah. Yeah. So, so he could fly. And he asked me if I'd got it. And I was like, no. And I renewed my license like a year ago. And they were like, well, you can do this or you can also provide this document and then you can get the real, I was like, no, nah, I don't need it. And, and the lady was like adamant about, well, you know, you're not going to be able to fly and you're not going to. And I was like, okay, you know, right. I'll take, I'll take my chance without, without putting an ID chip, another ID chip in my pocket. It's bad enough. Is that what it is? One. I mean, it's got an RDIF chip I, in the, in the ID or something. I, I, I don't know. It, but... I, I don't know. I don't know why, you know, we, we talked about this. It's like, if it's going to be required to travel. Why wouldn't you just make everybody do it? Why do you give an option? Yeah, that is kind of weird. Um, I don't have an answer for that. As long as yeah. it's not like stitched up and put inside of me, you know, yeah. I don't care that much about it. I was willing to do that. It doesn't really, yeah, uh, I mean, you know, my phone's, you know, as people say, you know, has a lot of chips in it that they're mm-hmm. all connected to uh, our handlers, if you yeah. will. Dude, yeah. I, I'm of the belief that it's in our fucking food at this point. Right. You know, that there's chips or, or wiring or something in our food. I'm I, as dumb as this sounds. And here, I'll, I'll start the conspiracy theories okay. going tonight. 
<laughs> I really truly believe that sometimes when you're eating something that you eat all the time, but you choke on it for some reason, it's because something's in the fucking food. <laughs> I, I, I just believe that man. I, I really truly believe that they somehow have some kind of something that's technology. We don't fully understand yet. We don't, me and you don't. Sure. That slow well, technology, if that's what I mean, yeah. obviously, uh, the the um, electronics that they have now are you know a fraction of the size of a sand, you mm-hmm. know, kernel. <laughs> yeah, and if they get enough of that shit in your bloodstream, right? You know, and they know because of because of what you shop, where you shop, and what you buy, and you know, they know all that shit from dopes like me that buy everything online you know they know that i bought this bag of pears and this bag of apples and this pack mm-hmm. of hot dogs and it wouldn't they, shock me at all if they know biometrics and transhumanism are uh, you know clearly two avenues that these elites that run everything are just hell-bent on pushing us into and it's it's pretty dystopian yeah, it is at the end of the day. Um, but they, yeah, they see a future where we do have chips inside us and it's integrated with their 5G networks. And and certainly they do a lot of experimenting. I, I don't know particularly what food they would do that to. Uh, you know, Bill Gates makes a lot of threats out there. Yeah. You know, he's like, hey, uh, we're uh, making mosquitoes give out yeah. the vaccines and you're like whoa pump the brakes pal what are you talking about you know and, and there he's like just playing god on so many levels mm-hmm. and uh going oh you don't want to come in and buy my vaccine well we'll send some mosquitoes your way see yeah. how you feel about that yeah oh this it's a beautiful cool. ladybug and it bites you because it's a it's a robot or some shit <laughs> yeah I mean, the the war on on agriculture has been going on for some time mm-hmm. now, and you know he's wrapped up in that too. Yeah, uh, didn't, doesn't know, he? Isn't he like the biggest owner in the country of of farmland? That is correct. He's. I, I don't know if he's the top, the top guy. I mean, I'm sure the actual government owns the most land, but probably as a uh, some kind of citizen of sorts, uh, he does. He is one of the biggest land holders right Right. now and he's doing it for agricultural purposes and he's he this is a guy who's tied up with like roundup which Mm -hmm. has really destroyed crops everywhere and just in general you know gmo seeds and stuff that they really screwed farmers over with i'm not an expert on that stuff but i know he he screwed them over and ruined their crops forever and basically you know patented these things too because it's all a business at the end of the day Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and they're, they're obviously trying to destroy whatever farming, uh, private farming there has been, which is through history of America has always been a huge part of our, of our whole existence. Deal. Yeah. yeah right. And they're just trying to take that away from the private sector completely. And part of that's just destroying it all. Right. And uh, making it, you know, way too expensive to run a farm, offering like obscene amounts of money to take it over. And he has it, you know, because yeah. we keep letting him, you know, acquire. Uh, and, and and he, in my opinion, I mean, is definitely one of the top villains of, of the entire planet. Not certainly not just the U.S. I mean, right. And, you know, he's a guy that uh, for a long time has been funding experiments in in uh africa 
and places like that where they uh, experiment on, you know, innocent people there. You know, right. the tribes line up the kids and whatever, and they kill some kids, build a little hospital there. And look how great Bill Gates is. He yeah. built a hospital after he just <laughs> killed a hundred people tribe. Just right. Out. Yeah. Dude, it's you know, crazy. Uh, polio vaccines. Oh, practicing a a new polio vaccine that uh oh gave everybody polio. Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> well, it didn't happen in this country that'll get a bunch of news press on it. So I guess it's okay. I guess it didn't happen. You right. know, that's really what they do is they do it in those, you know, Uganda or wherever, where there's just not a lot sure. of press. Yeah. It's a scary world, man. He's uh bill, bill Gates. You know, that's just one facet of his whole deal. Right. I mean, you know, the planned parenthood's a whole nother racket, you know, where they, you know, this is, you know, eugenics that we're talking about here. Right at the end of the day and they want to control the population and they you know this is something that i think has been bred into them you know what i mean Mm -hmm. they were just they were born into this uh his parents bill gates parents worked with the sangers to establish planned parenthood and they do a lot of abortions like i don't know if the listeners you know have any idea you know how many millions of fetuses get aboard and these are you know uh, you know going up to like you know months old right you know and they they'll harvest these things and they're, they're it's not like they throw it in the trash i mean they're worth a lot of money these stem right? cells and sure so it's a whole business they have yeah going on and uh you know which leads me to another <laughs> and this is a funny thing i think i saw it, uh the saturday night live episode where dan Aykroyd might have done something about this that, t- that tells you how long ago this was but they were joking about being a an organ donor right and how you shouldn't be an organ donor because if you are they'll let you die when you you know basically when you go in the right. hospital mm-hmm. because you're worth more dead yeah right mm-hmm. once well, they take dude, your eyeballs it, it, and your kidneys whatever they can get dude that was one of the first when i was in the hospital for covid that was one of the first things they asked me. Are you an organ donor? You're like, fuck no. I was like, I, and the worst part is I am, but I absolutely do agree with you. I said, nope. <laughs> you just told them, no, you can change it, can't you? You could change it, but I never even thought about it until, re- until like it. the last two or three years. <laughs> it was literally been the last two or three years that I thought about it. And I was like, I was like, man, if I'm ever sick, what good am I to be alive when they can cash out, you know? half a million dollars or whatever in, in organs, the hospital can. I was like, no, no, I'm not going to be that guy for you. I nope. was just watching something before the show. Uh, who's the um, Russell Brand? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Which, by the way, ha- have you seen how many subscribers this guy has? It can't be legitimately that Yeah, many. with like I 8 mean, million subscribers or something. Oh, yeah, no, it's... It's like no, oh, eight million, maybe, maybe it is around. I know it's it's millions though. It's like yeah. it's like four or five mm-hmm. million and and growing. But he uh, he's a guy who I, you know I can't tell what's going on with him because he's he's part of Hollywood, mm-hmm. obviously, and I don't trust anybody. Sure, in Hollywood, and there, there's always going to be controlled opposition, right? where they place these guys like if you're even still able to operate on youtube you're controlled opposition <laughs> yeah true 
or a useful idiot mm-hmm. that they're allowing to you know but they've used censorship to knock off pick off every you know uh independent news source yeah oh yeah and i'm noticing more and more that as we're ramping up to next week i'm seeing more and more channels getting taken down and getting yep. strikes and you know we got a couple of strikes for the cms thing for shit that was literally one of the strikes that we got was for something that was 13 years old right doesn't that just piss you off yeah it's like all right you know when i said it it wasn't against the rules what's the problem you know it's it's beyond fucking dumb but that's why we don't post on youtube that's why we don't go live on youtube that's why we don't you know i'll post my other shit that i know is like safe you know my interviews with people talking about hey where's your band playing next yeah well i i won't edit anything now but you know (laughs) no i'm not doing that but you know, if I'm if I'm doing an interview with David Ellison, they're not going to have a problem with that. You know, right. if I'm doing, if we, me and you were having this discussion and it was on YouTube, they would have already shut it off. They oh, would have oh, already definitely. killed the stream. They would have killed yeah. the stream. You know, because you're not allowed to say any of these things on the on the super tube. You know, no. And so, the ones that are left, you got to wonder what's up with them. You know, yeah. I I have such a hard time because it, it, it literally takes me a couple of years to figure out if somebody is controlled opposition or not mm-hmm. you know uh what's their connection are their parents in the cia or what's their deal sure. sometimes they'll tell you you know um mm-hmm. most of the mainstream like here in, in san diego we have a couple of uh am news stations and and the the biggest guys on there are cia analysts all of them <laughs> Jeez you know so they're not putting uh, out any disinformation no way right i mean <laughs> some of these guys are really are really great at what they do i mean they have personality right. and they have a huge listener you know fan base of older people obviously a uh, mm-hmm. yeah all the commercials are for like how to get your dick hard again <laughs> <laughs> right but uh but either way i mean they they hypnotize people with this shit and it's and it's interesting to watch the, like the you know you listen to the conservative channel and then you bop over to the liberal channel uh-huh. and they're just bagging on each other yeah with their disinformation and just i don't know it's weird or they're still banging on trump that's always the oh. thing that cracks me up there it's like all right it's been two fucking years come on get over it that is their go-to thing that and and uh january 6th which it's sad because i you know i don't get i try not to get mad at at, uh the people that get caught up in that because they are you know up against some real strong forces of propaganda right and they're just not being told you know they i mean i think there was a time where the democratic party was good you know was a good thing for the planet and humanity and things like was that, that our great-grandfather's lifetime it would have to be sometime <laughs> it would have been sometime back but um you know they felt so can come to the uh the same as the republicans you know just taking bad money mm-hmm. <laughs> money from bad people to right. compete you know the the right had uh the war chest to uh back them because you know the republicans are always seem to seemingly about going to war Right. But you know what? Now there's no difference to me. I mean, they they seem like these parties. If this, in my opinion, this is just my opinion, obviously. 
But I think this is all just a scripted show called The Politics Show. Yeah. It is all utter BS. They are, they're all just, they're actors, they're criminals. They Mm -hmm. all, I mean, they have shit on all of them. And these, they're all, they're all crime families, really. Sure. From what I can tell. I mean, I don't, I mean, the Kennedys, I don't know what they were all up in. Bootlegging? What's that? They were bootleggers. They're boot. They were bootleggers, right? Joe Le- Joe Kennedy was a was an alcohol bootlegger, and the he was most- in, and he was tied up with the with the CIA or something, right? Yeah, oh, they're they're at the the CIA is up in everything. You know, normies as we call them, which are people that refuse to believe that there's even a conspiracy going on at all. Right. And they just listen, watch CNN, and uh, yeah, they. The thing about about the normies they're they're just they're just not hearing they're not hearing what's going on with these with these criminals in most cases they've they've decided they're part of this party and they're only going to listen to this channel so they're only getting that information so you can't get mad at them about it and then uh you know the left does a great job with identity politics yeah as does the cia completely you know what i mean just uh, going well, they'll they'll use Hollywood. Actually, is the, probably the biggest way to make people stay away from thinking a certain way. Mm-hmm. You know, they want to make you think if you question these certain things, you're 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 like this crazy guy that just shot up a school or or just beat up Pelosi's yeah. husband. I think that's the latest weird thing. You know, politically is the the Pelosi story. Yeah, where I guess no sense. This guy has like a manifesto of all the conspiracies written down that he's right. a part of, you know. So yeah. now if I start saying some of the things that that guy said, I'm a looney tune just like that guy. Mhm. Yeah. They, uh, they they do it, dude. Look, when I was in the military, way way back, and this is 19 when I was in Korea, so 87 to 89, we had an apartment in our I was I was an MI guy. I was an intel guy. And uh, I don't know if you knew that, but I was, I worked. I remember they telling me that. Yeah. I was an Intel guy and we had one department in our, in our office that was called the human t- department, human intelligence, the human. I was working as a waitress <laughs> in a cocktail bar. When I, when I roofied you, yeah. <laughs> I raped your ass and stole your money. Then no, that's the, that's the government version. <laughs> But, but no, I mean, we had this department and that was their job. That was their whole job. And I won't get into much of it because obviously I can't, but go to prison. Their, their job was to lay out agenda and get people to believe it without being preached it. It was, it was like, and I mean, that was 40 years ago or whatever it was, 1989, 30 years ago. So now it's a lot, it's a lot quicker with the, you know, with these and everybody's fucking pocket and Twitter and all this other bullshit that, that you can get it in there quick, but it's still the same thing. It's still feed people that are too dumb, which is most of them Mm -hmm. to have critical thinking. Most people are just too dumb. Maybe not too dumb, too lazy to have critical thinking. It's easier to just kind of listen and just say, okay, you're right. Trump's a fucking asshole. You know, Biden, Biden got 900 million zillion votes that, you know, it's just easier to accept that than it is to think, 
well, there was this conspiracy and it was executed by thousands of people over 50 states and 10 countries and, you know, at, at the highest level. You know, it's, e it's easier to comprehend. So people just do. And they're just like, oh, you're fucking crazy. There's no way. Well, Agreed. you know, there is a way, <laughs> you know, you just don't want to hear it. That's it right there. <laughs> uh, you know, it's it's inconvenient to hear uh -huh. this stuff. It's like, shit, yeah. now we're going to have to do something about this uh -huh. and it's going to be bad and it could hurt, you know, our lives yeah. as we know it and everything I'm wrapped up in and yeah. uh, my finances and my job and my house and my kids and my, they have most people by the fucking balls. Yeah. Well, they try to, you know? I mean, dude, when the pandemic hit, when the, when they first started closing everything down, I closed my business. I had to, I didn't know any better, you know, right. But I, with, I opened my business easily three months before I think three, because back when, when the pandemic hit in Pittsburgh, they had the, the color coding bullshit. You're in, you're in code red or code yellow or code green or code orange or what. I don't even know. And I, the reason I don't know is because I just ignored it. I played the game for a little bit. And then I was like, this is fucking dumb. We're, we're opening up. And I called, I called our state police. And I said, I said, if I open up my business, what are you guys going to do? Are you going to come and arrest me or not? Because the thing I didn't want was my guys to get arrested. Sure. You know, if they arrest me, okay. That would have been the greatest thing they could have done was arrest me. Because I would have made so much fucking noise about that. Right. <laughs> you know, I would have, I would have been honored to be arrested and be that guy to sure. fight power, you know? And so what? I sit in jail for a couple of days. It's not like my boss would fire me. I am That's the right. boss, you know? So I was kind of, I, I talked to state police and the state police were like, we ain't doing anything. Don't get fucking silly. You know, they right. were like, we're not going to come and, and arrest you. So we opened our place back up. And this is, I have a direction I'm going with this, believe me. What I I'm riveted, Chris, go on. What I found was not that the politicians gave a fuck, because they really didn't give a fuck. The people that gave a fuck were the dummies that were just watching the news. Yeah, We got so much hate on Facebook and Twitter and whatnot. You're creating the corona cade you're gonna kill people you're not doing and, and then just people just out and out lying super These, spreader event man yeah th that was it super spreader events then they were like this place never cleans the place you know they don't they don't <laughs> wipe down anything after people play the games i mean it just got to be ridiculous nonsense where, sure. where we ended up just closing our social media pages Cause we're like, fuck these people, you know, then we got beat up on you or on Google reviews, our Google reviews. We got a bunch of one stars about fucking fucking killers, murderers. They're murdering for profit. You know, all the, all the buzz points and, and we withstood it. We just said, fuck them. We don't care. You know? And, and we, we're still in business where most of the other businesses in our little plaza are not still in business because they all played the game. They listened to their fucking politicians and what happened? They got shut the fuck down. Right. Well, specifically, I, I think, uh, you know, D uh, New York city, 
they really were like and los angeles those mm-hmm. two that was like their, their headquarters for right for this uh tyranny basically the tyranny headquarters a and b yeah and so there they were making a, uh, a scene and then uh you know but both the governors on both both coasts were going to parties and getting their hair done and you know all this all this stuff while while all these businesses were shut down and restaurants struggling to figure out how to get by you know but uh, setting up tables on the damn sidewalk it's right weird to stay in parking lots i'm sitting in a parking lot having dinner it's uh yeah it was it was beyond stupid dude i mean it just was it was the whole thing was and then it all turns out that it was all nonsense you know that's the part that's the that's the the biggest scam of it all is more and more people are realizing what a bunch of bullshit it was Mm -hmm. especially uh like the osha thing that biden did where he just did a total uh 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 uh, what do you call that in poker bluff he bluffed Mm-hmm. He bluffed and said, well, we're going to send OSHA to go around. And if your people aren't all vaccinated, we're going to yeah. shut you down. Mm-hmm. And then, and this, and, and it's, you're, oh, that's what it is. No, we're going to fine you yeah. for each employee. And that's, mm-hmm. it, they, and it was a total bluff, but it scared the businesses enough. And they were, they were like, oh, well, we don't yeah. want that, which they were too short sighted to think, well, if this somehow isn't true, uh, we're probably going to get sued pretty hard once yeah. the smoke clears. And we realize how unconstitutional all this was. And most recently, there was a article in the Atlantic, and forgive me for not having the the author's op ed uh, name there, but uh, it was about asking for amnesty. <laughs> yeah i saw that i did see that oh well we were wrong we fucked your business over but hey fuck look you. you guys said some things we said some things yeah. it's like no 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 yeah. um you wanted us to be rounded up and put into a camp a prison camp yeah you know mm-hmm. you wanted us killed you you basically called us uh, uh swamp rats what was it no war <laughs> disease rats what was yeah, it? yeah something something like that yeah yeah, they they wanted yeah. us dead. They wanted us dead because we wouldn't we wouldn't comply. Right. And and it uh it was it was sad. Even some of the people I had known for years that were falling into that, uh, where I had to like start unfriend unfriending people over that. Like if you said anything on your Facebook about rounding people up, bye bye. Yeah. You know. Dude, I went it, it's funny because I have I had a huge purge on my Facebook. A few years ago, like I was right at like the 5,000 limit or 10,000, whatever the, I don't know what the limit is, whatever the limit, Uh, I was at it and I just went and I, I, I narrowed it down to like only people that I knew I had met face to face, like face to face people. So I cut. I don't know, 4,500 people or some crazy. (laughs) I mean, if it was 5,000, I cut 4,500. I got down to five, 500. And then I, even now with my Facebook, I I accept them again for the longest time. I just didn't accept any, you know, because we get a lot of shit through the show and whatever. And, and, you know, sorry if this bugs anybody that's listening, but anytime I get a Facebook like friend request now, I absolutely will accept it, but as soon as I accept it, I also unfollow it because uh, it's like I don't really care about Joe in Idaho's, 
you know, cousin's baby. So, you know, sure. I don't want to, I don't want to read that. I don't want to see it. You know, I, I kind of want to keep it narrowed. I know there's a lot of people that want to follow me because of the show or the various shows or the network or whatever, but and you investigate cool. people like, like I, if somebody sends me a request, if I, if I have time, I'll actually like look on their thing a little bit. And if it's, if it's a chick that and she has like nothing but memes on there going for days, like mm-hmm. I won't accept it. Cause I, that's one thing that just, I, I don't yeah. give a shit about your meme of what you think life should be or men should be or what you think you are. No, but if it's a chick yeah. with hot with big tits or something, I'll definitely accept that. <laughs> well, I certainly wouldn't want to follow. I mean, there I do have a, a big stockpile of people I never let on there, and I do have to have another culling, if you will. Right. I well, was, <laughs> I was late getting uh, into Instagram. I just because I, I to me I was like, this is stupid. It's owned by the same parent company. Why? Yeah. Why do we need both? But. They just have programmed everybody to be like, oh, Facebook's dying. I mean, they're just putting the narrative out there that mm-hmm. it's going to plonk and you have to, it's Instagram because they're going to their me- meta, meta. Yeah. Well, thing. dude, the reason they want you on Instagram is because you have to use your phone. Oh, you can't use, yeah, you can't access it except on your phone. Is that Well, true? you can access, but you can't, you, you have to post, you have to post pictures with everything and you have to right. kind of post from your phone. Right. So, so they want you, they, they don't want you on a computer where you can be behind a, a VPN. I know you can get a VPN on your phone, but Mm. most people don't know how to do that. I don't, you know, most people don't, but most people can figure out how to do it from a computer. Mm -hmm. So now they're, they're moving you over to Instagram so that you'll just post from your phone. Well, what about the the med metaverse or whatever? Is that, do you know what's up with that? Is it? I do. I mean, dude, it's, Remember that movie, The Incredibles? Yeah. That's what they're making. They're making everybody into fat dopes that sit around waiting for direction. And that's what they're doing. The metaverse. I guess I'm asking, is the plan that if you have a Facebook account, like at some point, you're going to have to go into this world if you want to keep your account? Probably. That I don't know. What I do know is that the metaverse is going to, I don't think it's going to do well for older guys, but I think for the younger generation who are so bred on not having to do anything, but being able to succeed, the metaverse Mm -hmm. is going to be the perfect way to control all of those people because you can literally, you know, remember that game second life from 10 years ago or so it's a, it's a very high tech version of second life where you can literally, if you borrow your mom's credit card and put a thousand dollars into your account, next thing you know, you're fucking a high roller in the metaverse. That's right. And and now without, a, without doing anything to achieve success, you're literally, you know, you you're following the, the role models that you have today, which is like the Kardashians or Logan Paul. You, mm-hmm. you know, you're, you're, you're instantly successful. You're more successful in your second life or your meta life than you are in your real life. In your real life, you're fucking 22 and you're a janitor at fucking Wendy's, but right. you get into the metaverse and you know, you got three chicks fighting to bang you cause you're a rock star. You know, but you're not really banging them though. Right. You're just, you're no, just jerking your dick while, you know, while somebody, you know, some digital thing pretends it's fucking you. 
you know, <laughs> it's the same shit, dude. It's what? it's just dumb. What's that thing? Look, where if not that I watch porn, but someone was telling me about. Well, it. I watch tons of porn, uh, so I can like help. every time you go to like hit a video, and then all of a sudden uh, a commercial comes on. It's always the same fucking commercial. Like oh, for the, the or, yeah, the, what is that shit called? The the that that's just what that is too. It's the metaverse. Control of, all my moves. Yeah, it's the metaverse. Of but, what, what is that called? So here's the funny. Here's the funny thing about it. Good. Like I, I always forget that my volume's really loud. I mean, my friend forgets that his volume's really loud. Right. Where he's watching it, and uh, and all of a sudden that thing comes on. Jerk mate. You know. It's <laughs> yeah. Like, jerk mate. <laughs> it's so loud. You're like, oh shit. You're trying to find the like volume to turn it down. You're like, oh, okay. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, there, there's certain ones or, or certain certain channels have like their own song. You know that that are um you know like Pornhub, Pornhub has its own song and um, you know there's there's certain ones um certain channels that have their own name or whatever and you start watching it and it's like you're watching Love in Motion it's like oh stop quiet I'm trying to jerk off here <laughs> yeah I hate that too dude because I'm I look I'm the biggest porn hound there is I love porn i there's not one day that goes by that i do not watch porn there's not i i literally keep a laptop on the bed so that i have porn available all the time the human body is a beautiful thing beautiful yeah creation. not the way i treat mine <laughs> very not beautiful it's or an abomination if you will. it is an absolute <laughs> abomination of fucking jizz and fucking <laughs> dirty sheets but <laughs> It is an abomination. Fat guy sitting in the bed jerking off. It is fucking not pr- not pretty. <laughs> but they're probably is- watching you too through the phone or the. Oh, dude, dude, I guarantee you, I get you know this is this is where I I win. I have no shame. I have yeah. no you know I hey here I am talking about it. You know I have no shame. Yeah. If they lo- if they threatened me with we're gonna put out video of you jerking off, pff, go ahead cut me in okay go ahead i don't give a shit you know go ahead and put that out there because i don't care and and i know they're dude i've got a laptop that i'm watching porn on i've got a phone right next to me that you know even now the new phones i don't know if you've seen this with these iphones now Mm. i saw with the the newest update of the iphone okay it can wirelessly connect and act as your act as your um computer webcam wirelessly so now they can connect you like they can connect to your phone wherever it is and like if you're facing it like this way straight Mm -hmm. you can push a button and it'll tell you it'll it'll zoom in clear on what's on the table down down below yeah, well, especially if you got the three banger like you got on there. Yeah, the, oh yeah. Like mine's only got two, so I don't know if it can see the floor. Yeah. Well, it's just with the know. newest iPhone. It's the new iPhone software. Right. And I saw okay. that, and I was right. like, Jeez. I was like, holy shit! So what they did was, I mean, dude, this is the this is the the government or whoever adjusting, because for the last couple of years, everybody was putting on those little caps. So that you could close the cap and people. Oh yeah, I have a piece of tape on mine. Like, yeah, stick tape on there. If I was on my phone, I like turn the phone so my hands kind of cover in the 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 whole the camera thing. Yeah, but now what can you do? Now it can go to a different angle. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) you know, you're you're just fucked if you have a if you have a phone in your pocket. 
Well, we could go live a wholesome life. No, that's not crazy. <laughs> that's off the table. I'm not doing that. <laughs> dude, can you imagine going back to? Can you imagine? I mean, dude, we can focus on porn, but we can focus in a lot of places. Can you imagine going back to keeping a dirty magazine hidden in a in a fort or in a in a closet somewhere? Can you imagine that? Uh, well, I could. I don't have to imagine. I could walk over to my closet <laughs> right here. And I have, <laughs> my uh, a friend of mine that passed away in 2013. He had all these vintage, you know, playboys right. or whatever. And I didn't want to be irresponsible and throw them in the oh. trash where some kids could get them or something. So they're collectors' items. Yeah, somebody might be interested <laughs> in them, but uh, it's they're kind of cool. I don't know. They're like you know, uh, late 70s or early 80s. Dude, but, I yeah. I told the story here on the show about when the Pam and Tommy video came out, mm-hmm. how I took apart a speaker and I kept mine hidden in the speaker because my ex-wife was not going to have me having that fucking Pam and Tommy. <laughs> wow, and it's not even that good. It's like there's nothing. There's not much. Uh, to even... She's 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 a competent cocksucker, right? <laughs> but it's like all him. You know, it's not like they had a camera person. No, no, you no, know. no. No, but it was the original. I mean, before that, I mean, sure. really, do, do you remember any any celebrity porn before that? I mean, I know there uh, was I've some. some but... I've seen some. I don't remember the first ones. I saw one weird one once. I don't know. Did you see the one that had uh, Kid Rock and the Creed? Scott oh, Stapp, Scott Stapp, yeah. Get BJ's on a bus. Yeah, I, I, I've seen that. I've that seen was a little weird. The weirdest one. Boy, we're just all over the map here tonight. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But the weirdest one, did you see the Sebastian Bach one where oh, he was I, barking like a dog and chasing a ball and stuff? I really would. If I could like rip my eyeballs out or go back in time and not uh, have seen that, I really wish I could push a button and not see that. Cause that, I, that was brutal. PTSD from that. <laughs> that was, that might've been the most embarrassing one. Was him running around and begging like a dog and woof woof. You know, she I feel like that woman that did that to him should have to do some time for that. Yeah. I mean, not cool. Not definitely not cool. And yeah, definitely because that's just like a humiliation. Well, she would now. Now she would, wouldn't she? Isn't doesn't that's what I thought? I mean, that those laws were in effect at the time that that was all over the place they did do a good job not that i try to find it uh anywhere but uh i remember seeing it when it happened Mm -hmm. but i think they scrubbed that didn't they they somehow got it scrubbed yeah i don't think it's uh, again like you you try to post it 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 gets taken off like you not exactly looking for the sebastian bach porn (laughs) (laughs) even the other you know something with the tommy lee came up recently yeah, like he had Twitter or something, and I was just thinking, man, dudes, if any of you guys actually looked that up, you're gay. <laughs> you know, you're gay if you looked at that. Yeah. I, I, I don't, I'll I disagree. Know. You looked with at it, Chris. You looked. At I, 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 dude, I still watch that tape a lot. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> I, I love watching Pam suck cock. <laughs> I'm not gonna, dude. I'll, I, I watch that one. I'll watch the one with her and Brett Michaels. I'm you fine with that. that too. Right, but look it up. People start looking up videos where it's just a naked dude in it. You gotta like. Oh no, no, no! You question can't. that. Yeah, that's questionable. But believe me, my searches are Pamela Anderson sucking cock, not <laughs> Pam and Tommy or Tommy Lee. I you really know. love that whole 
the last Pam and Tommy movie that came Did out. you? Oh, man. I, I, you didn't like it? Me and Neely killed. You did? All right. Here's why. Oh. And, and you tell me where this is good. Okay. First of all, you got Tommy Lee being five foot six. Yeah, you had to suspend your disbelief you know, for a bit. Pam was taller than Tommy. That yeah. can't work. He was a that that Stan guy, whatever his name is, Sebastian Stan. Mm-hmm. He's like five five, five six. Yeah. And and the girl, I'll give the girl credit. She did look like Pam. She did. They they did her up really well, and she looked really kind of hot. But she was taller than him. So yeah, every yeah. scene was kind of weird. Couldn't I they felt- fix that? Couldn't they have just like put some platform shoes yeah. on like De Niro does? Like De Niro's like four feet tall or something. They somehow yeah. put big shoes on the guy and make it work. Or just have them walk on a platform when they're together and not yeah, show their you- feet. Those are special effects circa 1890. Yeah. How about have them both do their scenes on a green screen and then adjust? You know, I, I th- yeah, they couldn't. That's my problem. It was done considering that it had Disney money behind it and it had pretty good names in it, too. You know, um, you know, Nick Offerman's a pretty big name, you know, and um, what's his name? Um, Rogan. Um, Seth Rogan's a pretty decent name. Oh, yeah. He, you know, and he, he actually, I mean, that was a weird part to play. Yeah. You know? Uh, and he did it well. I mean, I respected him for doing that. Yeah, I, I mean, it was movie. Look, I, I was interested in it just because I remember the time, but it, mm-hmm. here it would have been a good movie, like a two hour movie. Oh, it was a series, right? Yeah, I'm trying ten, to like back. eight parts or something, okay. like eight hours of this nonsense. No, you're right. It could edit it down to like huh. at the most a two hour movie. Yeah. And if you're going to use, if you're going to do a Motley Crue thing, you better have a Motley Crue song. They did the scene where they showed up to the, to play at some record store or some shit mm-hmm. and they didn't play a Motley Crue song. They played some bullshit song that they made up for the movie. Cause they couldn't get the right. rights to the Motley. And I was like, dude, that's horrible. So they wouldn't pay. They couldn't have, they didn't want to pay up. Yeah. What it is. Some, yeah. some artists charge a grip to use their their music and and they they weren't endorsing this thing so obviously they weren't gonna they weren't right. gonna let them use the music but you know what just cut the scene they didn't need to show them performing they just didn't no. need to show them performing it was not like a critical it's not like they're it's not like the scene was they were performing and that's when tommy ripped her clothes off and started banging her for the first time right. we're public. getting the behind the scenes on how this videotape came to be which yeah. i was riveted by myself yeah i never I having was, known how he got how he this was even obtained and you know yeah i mean i was i'm like you that part was interesting to me when he stole the whole safe and all that stuff but or just how he was treated, like the motivation for doing no. such a thing, you know, which actually that was the first re- revenge porn that I could think of. Sure. Case, really, in a sense. I mean, that was before it became a law, but that right. was technically right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It definitely was. It just wasn't revenge like boyfriend to girlfriend. It was revenge. Right. Client to client to customer yeah i had to work as a man you know sometimes you're in these situations where people think they have this power over you and they're going to demean you and for some people that don't have too much to lose man fuck that yeah you know and you're not going to go out like that 
Mm-hmm. And, I, and I understood, you know, Seth Rogen's, you know, way of uh, way the character, his, what yeah. his character did in real life, I guess, if that's how it happened. It's hard to tell, you know, because there's people close to that whole thing or, and also with the Motley movie where they say, ah, oh, it's all bullshit. A lot of that's mm-hmm. bullshit. You never know because they, they whitewash stuff. So sure. when it yeah, comes I, to... It, it was what it was, dude. It was just kind of... I didn't love it. I just kind of was like, eh, I he wanted made, to like it. He would play a good Dave Navarro, though, right? He'd be yeah. Like, that he, He's the right height for that. Yeah, he's the right height for that. If there's so, a Jane's Addiction, which I'm sure they could do a cool movie. Yeah. And you could have anybody be be Perry Farrell because he looks so fucking weird with all the plastic. Jim Carrey stuff. as Perry Farrell. Dude, you could just put anybody in a Mike Myers mask and they almost look like Perry these days. I mean, he looks, does he, is it me or does he look strange now? Like right. his face. Well, these guys are getting to the age where they feel they're, or they're being told, I don't know, to like do stuff to their face. You need to tighten your face up so we can get you some better gigs or come on. You got to tighten up for the reunion tour and it's sketchy. I was talking to my my lady about that today. Just, uh, um, she, we have a friend that's, uh, works in a, in an office like that. Right. And these people really do that are doing the fillers and stuff in their face. Right. I guess they have to like get something shot into their eyeball to like counteract what the other shit's doing to your face. And if you were to have like an MRI or something, you'd actually see this shit in there. Wow. I mean, I'm still, I I mean, I'm going to be 50 right uh this month and you know i'm okay with myself right now but i know it's gonna get worse you know you just went you just went through a big fucking deal dude let's not let's not sugarcoat it here man you just had the fucking heart attack yourself man so you know i'm sure that all of a sudden woke you up to well i better fucking mix in some broccoli with this shit now (laughs) yeah you know uh, the thing is i don't really you know i did joke i think when i was on right after that i got home and you guys had me on the show and i go yeah i ate too many hot dogs or whatever (laughs) but i actually don't eat out much and i and i have eaten pretty uh, good diet i cook most of my food it is hereditary heart disease um Plus, you know, not to try, I don't want to, we, I don't want to, obviously it's a comedy show. We don't want to go full yeah, conspiracy, yeah. the the whole thing. But, um, you know, that's another thing that vaccines do is narrow arteries and stuff like that amongst all a ton of other problems, uh, going yeah. back to the seventies, you know, and, and, and stuff, uh, eczema is something I have, uh, okay. since I was a baby, you know, it's like, uh, these things wouldn't exist if it wasn't for these these uh the vaccines in a lot of cases and i know they they go uh really full bore to like go oh anti-vaxxers and making people like that seem like such demons but uh they they are hurting people and they always have yeah uh, with those yeah it's it's fucking dude i'll tell you what's crazy weird so obviously when i was in the hospital when i was in the hospital recently not you but me you know a year ago when i had covid they did the full blood workup as mm-hmm. you know, as they do. And I ain't gonna lie. I, I had not been to the doctor in a little while and I was for sure. They're going to say, okay, high blood pressure or diabetes, you know, I'm going to be fat tub of shit. You know, they're going to fucking, and I eat like hell, you know? So I was expecting bad, you know, I was expecting the, well, we'll get you through the COVID, but now you're going to be eating salad for the rest of your life. You know, I was expecting sure. that. I get all my shit back 
everything was normal. Couldn't believe it. Normal. My blood pressure was slightly high and might've had something to do with the fact that I couldn't breathe. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I couldn't catch a breath. So my, my blood pressure was like 130 over 70, not like crazy high, just Mm -hmm. a little bit elevated and no diabetes, no high cholesterol, no, none of that shit. And I was like, how can this even fucking be? And because I even asked the doctor, I was like, well, what about like pre-diabetic? Am I even that? Nope. I'm jealous, man. And I I have to say, I get, it bums me out when I see people that are, that are like way let themselves like go. And they don't have the the problem that I had. I think it's weird. Dude, I think it's weird because my dad, my dad had diabetes. My dad lost a couple of toes to diabetes. You know, I mean, he, he was diabetic. Um, my brother who's younger than me, he just got diagnosed as diabetic. And here I am fucking gorging on four cheese pizza and just say, Hey, fuck it. Let's go. <laughs> I, yeah, there's times where uh, we did a, like an hors d'oeuvre party thing last night where we were just eating a bunch of shit, right. pepperonis and cheese. And uh, yeah. what else? I made some kind of party meatballs. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you slip back into it. Cause they kind of, they fixed me, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's like, I generally feel okay. The, the only thing that's weird is like, they start putting you on, these medications, mm-hmm. you know, where suddenly now I, I have, you know, three medications, three or four medications I have to take for blood pressure and blood thinners and things like that. And that starts to affect me a little bit. Yeah. Well, dude, let's just be honest. Everything that you eat that is good for you is a hassle. It's <laughs> a, it, I mean, it can be, it can taste good. I, I don't want to say it doesn't taste good because there's a lot of stuff that does taste good and is good for you. Sure. But it's generally a hassle to get. It's not mm-hmm. where you can get a fun. I don't know about you, but I'm all I'm all about going and getting like a, a double whopper with cheese, which is horrendous for you. Sure. God damn it, does it taste good? And it takes about two fucking minutes driving through the Burger King to get it. Right. You know, it's so easy to get bad food, and there's no hassle to it. Where it's- a salad or something to make a good salad. You got to spend 20 minutes fucking dicing certain, certain <laughs> vegetables and having the right kind of dressing and all this other shit. You get tired of, of salad. Like you, there's just yeah. stuff you can't do. I tried. I mean, and I did, I lost, uh, cause uh, like a lot of people that, that gained weight during the pandemic, I would say mm-hmm. most people gained a good 25 pounds sure. at least on average. But uh, I did right getting out of the hospital, lost about 20 pounds, just uh, do, doing walks every day. And, uh, sure. Metamucil. There's an <laughs> old timer thing. Right. But uh, I was doing the Metamucil and um, eating oatmeal in the morning. I would sure. Uh, you got to doctor up oatmeal. Yeah. You know, oatmeal's doctor awful. it up. So I like, I'll have some. So like that regimen, I was like, I'd get some blueberries out, frozen blueberries because they're cheaper or whatever. Right. Uh, I, I microwave, I put some in a bowl. And I microwave these frozen ones so that they're not frozen anymore. Then I take a banana and I I pull that apart and put it in there. And then the oatmeal. And then I put some cinnamon and I got my water and I do it. But it's kind of a whole rigmarole for that. And then soon I start slipping back into doing, uh, okay, some toast with peanut butter. Right. Or or you buy the oatmeal or you buy the oatmeal, the General Mills, that's like the cinnamon (laughs) brown sugar. Yeah. (laughs) You take two or three of those packs and they're fucking simple with, you know, a minute of hot water, stir it up and it tastes good as fuck. But oatmeal, generally speaking, is is fucking cardboard. Uh, It's awful. Yeah. Yeah. You might as well have rice cakes. 
And then with salad, you know, you you uh, eat salad for so many days, and then you get what I call salad hole, mm-hmm. where you're just shitting out salad. Yeah, <laughs> green shits. Just yeah, like, just just the worst. Shitting out full leaves and shit. Yeah. You're like, all right, back to I need some steak yeah. or something. Yeah, exactly. And then you eat, you eat two bites of steak, and then you're you're like sick because you, you or you get the <laughs> nah. meat sweats or whatever. You know, you get to eat. That's, I got to feed my woman steak. She's like, for some reason, she's like a, a, a monster or something. You have to feed like steak to. No, yeah, I mean, tube a beautiful, steak. A beautiful monster. Tube steak. Tube steak. <laughs> no. no, we have like, because uh, I do cook most of our dinners because she works. Right. Susan's a paralegal and she's like at her job 40 hours a week. And I'm a lazy bastard. So I'm just around <laughs> most of the time. So I, I do make her coffee in the morning she doesn't right eat much occasionally she'll I'll, make, I'll whip her up a breakfast sandwich if she's up for it but i usually have dinner uh that i make and you know we'll have a uh, chicken or salmon or steak right. um you know i try to vary it up for her, you how know, do you deal on the road well that's where it's just impossible right you know? i was gonna say that's bit that's a bitch i used to you know the guys used to make fun of me because i'd uh well, when say I was under financial hardship, I would, uh, I would bring a bunch of sandwiches, right? Sure. Sandwiches up. And I, to me, I thought that was sensible and frugal and sure, you know, whatever, but they would laugh at me cause I had all these sandwiches. And, you know, of course, if I was a little pudgy at the time, they'd really lay into me for it. Sure. They, they had other stuff. Like I was always a younger guy in the band and the other guys were always like a decade older and they had other streams of income and t- to them going out on these shows, they could afford to eat at the airport and things, which I can now. Now I find right. myself uh, getting something at the airport, but they bend you over for that there. Um, and then I don't know where I'm going to be. Like when they, when we get into somewhere and we get to the hotel, I don't know if there's a village near that hotel, well, can I walk somewhere and get something right. to eat? Uh, if not, and you're forced to like, again, you know, eat at the hotel that could get expensive. Yeah. Um, truck stops, uh, you know, that's where I end up to. The only time I eat fast food is on the road to be honest. Right. Yeah. Cause I, I know I watched some of the videos with you and Jason green, just walking in the cold, somewhere looking for a restaurant like you guys were in, i don't remember where you were but you're in the middle of nowhere and you're just walking up a street and you're like hey there's a restaurant like you're pointing to it and and like you couldn't even see it in the fucking video i was like what does he fucking see yeah and and, and i was like oh, man you guys are putting in like eight miles you can eat anything there because you're walking eight miles away from the hotel to get to it if but- it's safe i i like to go for walks in that capacity uh but uh sometimes they have you where you're like right just next to a freeway or something right <laughs> you're <not> walking anywhere <laughs> uh and uh i mean you can always uh you know order stuff chinese food or pizza to the hotel uh, you know if things go right i mean we generally have you know our rider contract which you know when we get to sound check they should have the cereal and the peanut butter the, the right the deli tray or the you know so you you know you, you want to just like save your money and you know eat your lunch that way and then uh typically they'll feed you at the show so you're kind of at their mercy there but they try to make it somewhat of like a healthy meal if they're catering it say for right. the bigger events where it'll sure. be chicken and vegetables is like the main thing available food for you guys uh but if you're playing like a bar size place well shit then you're just getting bar food yeah then you're getting chicken chicken fingers that have been sitting in the bottom of the vat for four hours <laughs> 
jalapeno poppers. Right? Because <laughs> those are if healthy. <laughs> if you're in uh, like Florida, you could get like gator balls. Which I don't know if they're actually the alligator's balls or not, but they're like deep fried alligator. I'll tell, well, I'll you, tell you, I can tell. Are they really expensive or not? No. <laughs> if they're not expensive, then they're not because there'd only be two they're balls per alligator. Ball it's not expensive. Yeah, 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 that's true. There is a lot of gators there. I like we, we used to have a gator place here called Tail Gators, but they served okay. they served alligator, and I used to eat that shit like nobody's business. It was good. Bad. I, I mean I eat gator balls. It's a little tough, but it's good. Would you say I I mean I describe it as calamari if anybody's had that. Yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty close. You know, and just it, it, to me, I, I would eat it. You know, I would eat that before I would eat, a, I don't know, a Cornish hen or something. Yeah, those are gross, right? Yeah, those are. I, I, my mom used to occasionally do those, but I always feel guilty. Anytime I'm eating something small like that, yeah, I know. It's like an wow. aborted chicken. No, yeah. I'll pass. It looks like a, like you think fetus, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, or, or or a turkey baby or something. <laughs> even I, dude, I have that same problem. I when I even I can't even do like uh, whole chickens. It just I think of like a, a baby or something like oh, it's that weird. I can I'm do with that shit. That I can do. Give me give me a rotisserie chicken any day of the week. I'm all <laughs> rotisserie in. Chickens are the shit. That is one thing I'll do on the road. Like if we're near a Walmart or which typically there are a lot of those, but. uh if, if there's a Walmart or something like that or a supermarket that I can walk to, I will get one of those rotisserie chickens for like five bucks. And yeah. shit's always cheaper once I get out of like California. Sure. Like it's only like four something dollars to get a rotisserie chicken. Yeah. Timbuktu. What is it uh, in California? Well, they're getting those up there now where they're asking like seven bucks now for something <laughs> like that. It's fucking nuts. But I'll do, uh, I'll get some tortillas. Okay. Into that, but I'll just yeah. kind of like here, you know, San Diego. We it it used to be part of Mexico. Yeah, you know? uh, it still so, is on the food scale. <laughs> yeah, you know, here we love you know Mexican food here. Um, so we're we're accustomed to tortillas and stuff like that. But anyways, I just make yeah, chicken chicken tacos. I guess there you or go. Wrote chicken roll ups with that, and uh, uh. That, that'll satisfy me. And uh, yeah, the trick is not to spend. I'm out there to make money, not spend money. Right. You know? Exactly. Yeah, it doesn't do you any good if you go out on the road and you come back let with less money in your pocket than when you left. Oh, it, it kills me to do all that. I hate and, spending money. And there. I know you've done it because <laughs> you probably did it on, oh, I don't know, the Bow Wow Wow Tour. <laughs> uh, yeah. God, it's already been a couple years now since Yeah, that. dude, that was, I was thinking about that the other day. That was pre, that was the last show I saw before everything got shut down. It was. I it was, was out there right when it all went to shit. Yeah, it was your fault, man. <laughs> <laughs> it, all, it all worked out, man. It had it because there's been times you guys have had me on the show yeah. where shit couldn't be any fucking worse. Right. For Piercy, for me, whatever was going sure. on, it was not good. And so I'm happy that things have, have actually, you know, the, the tides have changed course and I'm back out with Piercy doing stuff as it should Hell be. Oh, yeah. You know? Absolutely. And, uh, it worked out, um, and I and I don't regret doing the bow wow wow thing. I think it was fun to branch out and do so, or to know that if I applied myself, that I could do another gig if I could stay out sure. there if I wanted to. This isn't like the only, you know, thing I can do. Right. But, well, but I, I don't do know how it. they're. I don't know how they're doing it without you. I haven't seen it, obviously, but I, you know, you and yeah. um, you and uh, what was the girl's name? 
Dinsey. Dinsey. You and Dinsey were the show. Oh, thanks, you know, man. I, I mean, you really were. It was a, it was a fun show, and you were going fucking off. Hey, watching you play that, and here, I'll suck your dick for a minute. Uh, watching you play that show reminded me of Jeff Pilson and Foreigner, where you kind of didn't fit because you were a little too metal for the gig, <laughs> but you were just going off, man. Like you were playing, you know, especially in I Want Candy, which required the big guitar and you were yeah. just fucking doing spins and rocking out. Well, there wasn't was like, much going on musically, you know what yeah. I mean? Compared to Rat, I mean, this thing, there wasn't much guitar-wise happening. So I just like at least had to have fun. It was such a weird deal to because I'm used to being up there with like walls of Marshall right. stacks. Kind of right. like, see the ones behind me in my bedroom here. But, uh, <laughs> anyways, uh, at this uh, for this gig, I had to get a small uh, Fender hot rod deluxe right small little one speakered amp and uh and that big gretch guitar which i just actually had cleaned up i actually had it right here yeah there it is folks watching at home i know most people probably listen but i did clean it up and actually changed out the uh the tuners that came with it were shit right but it turns out that the typical grover tuners that are on like uh a lot of standard less poly stuff right work fit in there perfect so i was able nice. to try to tighten this thing up when i was out there uh i that thing wasn't even really set up well i just remember i was struggling to like keep it in tune but there wasn't much solos going on or anything so I was right. able to, yeah whatever but now um i think he has his his, his chick. girlfriend yeah he's yeah. like the, the main singer and um most recently i just saw the he reunited with the original drummer. Okay. Which is cool for him. You know, I was like, well, good for you, man. And uh, the guitar guy, I, I I don't know exactly what, if that was the guy he would talk to me about. That was a friend of his that lived in LA, but honestly, they haven't played all that much. They, I mean, I could probably count on one hand how many shows they've played right. that we were doing at the time was for live nation. And it's something that they do, I guess, every year with the right. motels. What's like that same, package and i had no idea this had been going on for so many years it's literally the same tour okay totally 80s tour it rolls every year and it's the motels bow wow wow when in rome wow they keep doing this uh you know and uh i didn't realize it at the time i thought that was just some new thing they were doing that year but you know i i made the most of it i i had fun it it, you know ended a little weird um it didn't pay shit (laughs) yeah well whatever Hey, at least look at that time. It, it wasn't because that was right when Stephen was having his knee surgery, right? Is that right? Well, what it was, uh, honestly, was just that you know he he, he and Juan in 2019 had got the rat name, right? And you know, I, Stephen had initially was going to have me be a part of that. He was going to bring in a lead guitarist, somebody that they thought had a bigger name or whatever that to, to for to take the Warren spot. But he did at least want me playing you know rhythm guitar but as it turns out uh you know juan was pretty animate about not having anybody from the from steven solo band okay so that was off the table so they had did their band and i didn't have a gig right so you had to make make it work yeah and and that was after being told i was gonna have the gig so i was a little but heard about it for a bit (laughs) right you know what i mean plus i did i didn't like it bothered me to see them 
playing shows that sh- I sh- felt like I should have been there. That Steven sure. wanted me to be there, but you just have to keep telling yourself that stupid thing. You know, everything happens for a reason, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, nice. The Geico commercial was huge for them. Like that was the one thing I put. That was probably the pinnacle of my but anger (laughs) (laughs) that you weren't in the geico commercial yeah um but you know a phone call came in and that bow wow wow thing came up and i think it was good to just take my focus off that and and, uh to just get my groove back and make sure to go because you take too much time off from playing live it's it'll mess with you a little bit sure and let's be honest if you hadn't done that tour we're probably not doing this tonight Cause we, me and you had such a good time at that show here in Cleveland, you know, right. like me and you really bonded as like friends yeah. at that show. So, you know, thanks to you going and getting us more booze. <laughs> <laughs> Not me. <laughs> I think we stole some people's booze for a bit. Like yeah. I you stole something somewhere. And then finally you're like, ah, but I got this. Yep. <laughs> Chris <laughs> bought big, some big shots. It's all, whoop. He's all, you all take care of it here. Yeah, it's like whatever. Fuck it. Who whatever cares? it takes. Well, hey, we we had to party, man. We did. that was the that was the funniest thing is me, you. It was me, you, my girl Kelly, my friend Stephanie, and I think that was it with me with me and you, and we were partying. Yeah, and dude was annoyed as for the the he, wow, wow, wow guy. He yeah. was mad that we were there in the yeah. way. And the when in Rome guy didn't like we that we were there because he couldn't change clothes, which is weird because usually he is a fun guy and he's not and he's also you know you know him uh, Tony Tony yeah. and all the people know also from Enough's Enough if you follow right. Chips Enough's band mm-hmm. he also predominantly plays with them but that day for some reason he was being a bitch yeah he was not because he wanted to change clothes and we were in there we didn't know. And then and we had been out for weeks at that point, you know, yeah. the tour had been going for like a month. You know how it is. Like sometimes mm-hmm. maybe he was up too late the, the night before, whatever right. was going on at home. <laughs> and we, and it, yeah, like that was one of those situations where I, I, you know, which happens often where, where maybe you don't get to the hotel beforehand, like because of the travel situation, you got to get ready at the gig or you have to stay down there at sound check right. or something. And uh, in that situation, I think we did have to share a room that night with uh, when in Rome. Okay, wasn't too big of a deal because they only had like two people in the band. Right. So. <laughs> right. Yeah, I just know he didn't seem like he liked us being there, and and no, you were like, fuck. you didn't care. That was the bet. That's what I think he didn't like the most. Right. I don't think he gave a shit about us. I think he gave a shit that you didn't care. You were like, fuck it, we are partying. <laughs> he, yeah, you know, he did. Kind of, uh, it, it would, it would, it scared him. Like anytime I was just being a rock guy or whatever right. you know he didn't like that i mean and and he's not the only one there's other bands that that they're not looking for that when they hire a yeah. scab guy to come in they, what they're looking for is someone that a is going to play for peanuts mm-hmm. is going to shut up don't talk yeah. don't do anything don't just yeah. just don't take the, the spotlight band. off the big name off the big right. name in the band that's what they want well, certainly, I don't think anybody professional should ever try to upstage, you know, anyone. I mean, that wasn't my, I wasn't trying to do that. No, you know, no, no, no. If, if that, if that, you know, there there wasn't much going on. It was like, just, he was on one side and I was on the other side and yeah. I was just trying to have fun with it. I don't think I was like, yeah. uh, dude, you know. he's the bass player. Stop. <laughs> 
He's a fine player. I'm not saying he's a bad bass player. I'm just saying he's the bass player. He wasn't a singer. He wasn't a guitar player. In most bands, most bands, you can't name him. What's cool, what was awesome on a positive note was uh, hearing his stories about Malcolm McLaren. Okay. Which yeah, uh, for the for the listeners, uh, that Malcolm McLaren is the guy who like put together the the Sex Pistols. Yeah, yeah. And he put together Bow Wow Wow, and he and it, there was a movie recently about that, or on Netflix, I think there's a Sex a Sex, sex Pistols. Pistols movie, yeah. Or is it Hulu or Netflix? But, I think it's Hulu. Okay, Hulu. But if you check that out, they have a, a character playing Malcolm McLaren in that, oh. which I thought was interesting after hearing all the stories that Lee was t- was talking about to have right. them actually find an actor that to portray him back then it was interesting because he ran a like a bondage clothing shop <laughs> nice in the uk there and lee actually worked in there for a bit and it was right. interesting stories wow. and there was other characters around there um boy george would, was hanging out there and was always you know harassing lee and stuff because nice. Lee's straight Lee's totally right. straight sure but uh, he would have to deal with it. There was some weirdo people that would hang out. Sure. I believe it. For (laughs) Bow Wow Wow, you know, it was was fascinating just hearing their their whole story, you know, and they were really young. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they were, like, what, like 16? The girl was, like, 16, wasn't she? Yeah. Annabella Lewin was was young, 14 years old. Yeah. I I do remember that she was, like, really young. Right. From what the way he describes it, they looked at her as like a sister. They kind of looked out for her, but she was a pretty, you know, in strong personality from what I could see. Yeah. You know, she really did for being so young, a pretty phenomenal job at, at uh, leading that band. And, and, you know, for people that don't, I didn't really know the story behind it. I mean, I knew their, I want candy. Yeah. Same one song. Everybody knew. One other song. Right. By him, but I was pretty, you know, captivated by that video as a kid. I mean, sure. I don't know. I'm going to be 50, but when that came out, it was like 1980. I was only like eight, eight or nine. Right. I was like right when MTV first came out. Right. And uh, you see her with this crazy, you know, new wave look and that guitar player that had the mohawk and stuff. Right. Like, mm-hmm. Holy shit, what's this all about? Yeah. You know, and they're on the beach and whatever. Uh, and I remember seeing that. Uh, get played a lot but that was about it but i think in the uk they played a lot more and they were on like the top of the pops out there and um they uh they used to tour with the pretenders okay a lot and um sadly like uh you know the, the, they started partying with the pretenders a guitar player and bow wow and they actually uh chrissy hind from if i'm remembering the story i'm paraphrasing but uh I think she might have blamed some uh, him for their death. Some of the guys in Pretenders had OD'd. Yeah, yeah. Back then, oh, and she blamed the Bow Wow Wow guys. Uh, yeah, I think like like for getting them involved, and not not that they directly were a cause of it, but that they got maybe started partying because of him, you know, or what have <laughs> you. But, uh, but you know, sadly, his uh, that guitarist you know who who was kind of like a teen idol of sorts in the UK. He was mm-hmm. like. You know, he was really uh, well known there, right? You know, and uh, and so this band who had come up together, the, the the guitar player started having some problems, and he got sick, and they actually had a drop off of like a a, a big tour where a lot of investors were involved in it. Okay, they instead of just like nowadays, they would just replace you. You know yeah. what I mean? You'd be like, you what? Okay, sorry. Yeah, next. Yeah, we can't miss this opportunity, right? Know? But they actually 
you know, decided to put everything on hiatus for, for this, for this cat and, wow. uh, and lost everything over it. Really? Jeez. You know, they were never able to put it back together after that. They had got booted off the label. And that was kind of it. But that, that song, you know, somehow became iconic and sure. Uh, you know, I, I've never met her personally. Mm. I just know him and I just know what it what I get stuff from his point of view. Right. You know? Sure. Well, it was uh, a good tour for you guys or for you personally and, and for Dinsey as well. Cause I never heard of her either. And now, now I'm a fan. <laughs> Me neither. I, th- I think initially somebody that, uh, somebody from another person from Nashville was going to sing and then didn't want to do it and then turned her onto it. And, uh, no, she was, she was a good person. Sometimes some people, uh, have just such a positive vibe about them. They're easy to mm-hmm. be where other people can be such a, a whiny person, right. you know, that's just, you know, that just could suck the life out of you. It's yeah. just certainly not that way. And, uh, she, she continues to, you know, to sing professionally. I, she's part of like a corporate, uh, a corporate thing that, that puts on weddings and, and so forth. Okay. They, they do a really big, uh, deal when they, when they play, like they, they reenact the whole thriller video and oh nice, you know, think things, <laughs> that's just one of the things they do in the night. So they have like several singers involved to do all these costume changes. So she's still performing and paid to do so. So I'm happy to see that. Sure. Uh, I don't know what the what the drummer I was with was was doing, but now I see he's not with them. <laughs> so yeah, well, he's hopefully doing something. But right, all well, right, man. Well, dude, we're gonna we're gonna do all six hours in this one segment. <laughs> I know. <laughs> just getting take, started, folks. Yeah, we're just we're, we're warmed up now. I think, but let's take a break and um, we'll play a few videos, and then we'll come back and we'll actually talk about some musical type stuff instead of conspiracies and illuminatis and that kind of stuff. Gator um, balls, gator balls. Boy, this, I, I have no idea what I'm going to call this segment. Jesus Christ! But um, <laughs> we'll make it. We'll make it work. But um, I figure what we'll do is we will play a band that I'm sure you have played many, many a show with. Uh, Warrant. Great. You, you've played a bunch of shows with them, right? Oh yeah, and uh, and Robbie Cranes was playing bass for him up until quite recently okay and now his is he now what is his status with you guys does he have a status with you or did he just play a he's couple gonna of still continue to do stuff with us he was just you know okay. he was uh on call for 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 warren jerry dixon okay. had something going on where, where they had to have uh robbie come in and uh they took care of robbie for doing it and now i think he's jerry's back so i know that uh robbie's playing with us at the whiskey on uh, okay. december 30th cool well there you go there you go that's cool all right well let's play a little bit of warrant this is janie era warrant um and it's a it's a uh it's a bonus track i guess it is uh warrant with we will rock you right here on the classic metal show thanks for checking out this episode of the classic metal show get all of our episodes uncensored at www.theclassicmetalshow.com Join us weekly from 9 p.m. till 3 a.m. Eastern at www.cmsradio.net. Participate in the live chat room at www.chatandkill.com. Once again, thank you for checking out The Classic Metal Show with Neely and Chris. Hail and kill. Fuck you, pal. And hand job.
myhappydesires.com. Visit us at myhappydesires.com and add some toys to your toy box. Let your imagination be the guide to your stress relief. Myhappydesires.com has everything for the perfect play night. Alone or not, you choose. Fuel your desires without breaking the bank. Myhappydesires.com. 